Hey, Connor, do you want to do a cold open about the Mueller special report? Fuck no, it's the M word. Welcome to the M Word, a special counsel Mueller report by Connor O'Brien and Kyle Turner. Kyle, uh, I didn't turn in my special report. I've been delaying a couple of years, friend. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you've turned it in years yet, but I filed for an extension. You got to file for that extension. I mean, it has been a few years, so I think he's he's really managed to pull it all together. Um, but um, But, you know... We're not ready to divulge everything that we know from our sources at the you know office of the special counsel yet. Um, so we'll just wait until you know good journalism and sources and things like that. Yeah, you know, other journalism words and 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 what freedom freedom of speech. Free uh, Patriot Act twenty nineteen. Uh, this is a millennial podcast where we solve millennial problems. And what is more millennial than the problem with the non millennial? How can we exercise our young people control over our elders? It does. It does speak to uh, a generational condition of we are putting up with the shenanigans that I Trump is a, a baby boomer, huh? Yeah, because he, he's a very old man. He's very he's, yeah. He's a very old man. He's got the 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 brain of a five year old and a heart of a ninety year old elephant. There you go. That he um that he posted. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's very it speaks to I think our millennialism. But Connor, what you know, that was that was just this recently that this happened about the Mueller report, but there's so many other things going on in the world. Um I can't think of any other than here in Houston a, a chemical plant has been burning for 6 days and so and has been spewing black cloud smoke over Houston for uh, the past week. So that's pretty much the only other thing that's going on in the world. I guess a Mueller report and then burning chemicals. Yeah, I heard about that. Why don't they just put that out? You know, it's weird. Why don't they just put that out? I, I, we're right next to the Gulf of Mexico, and I'm sure we could ask to borrow some of the water from Mexico and just be like, hey, can we use your Gulf for a little bit? Dearest Mexico, we promise to let you boys over here if... You'll let us borrow some of that sweet, salty, oily water. Exactly. Hey, Mexico, if you let us just borrow some of that water to put out our chemicals, we will give you back El Chapo, I think. That's, or maybe he's they're dead. They're desperate. They're desperate for El Chapo. <laughs> El Chapo might be dead. But, um, but Connor, there's other... I mean, we can solve firefighting. We can solve p- political corruption. But they, these aren't the things that all millennials are dealing with. Connor, what are millennials... What are their problems? What are we dealing with? Uh, we're dealing with some weird ones. Uh, I'll go ahead and spout this beautiful one off for you. Uh, Reddit user I'm a squealer asks, My relative died and left me with a lot of porn. <gasps> As the title says, I had a relative pass away a few years ago, and while my family and I were going through his things, we found hundreds, possibly thousands of DVDs and magazines of porn. Is this even something that can be sold? It burns my soul to throw away stuff he likely spent thousands of dollars on. I feel as though this is a dumb question, and I should probably throw this, and I should probably just throw it away, but here we are. Anyone dealt with this before? Is this the right sub for this kind of stupid question? Well... <sighs> Here, here's the thing. 
pays for porn anymore. Right. But the question here is like an older person who didn't have a choice and they right. spent years collecting this yeah. memorabilia. Right. This powerful art. Yeah. This effective art. The uh, first art that you might say. Yeah. I mean, that was number number one drawing. You thought it was the hand imprint on the cave wall. And then just to the right of it was like B-O-O-B-S. But it was written on like a calculator for some reason. Yeah. I thought <laughs> you were spelling out B-Y-O-B for some reason. And I was like, bring your own. Yeah. Bring, bring your, your own, own boobs. boobs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so this is something really important to this this family member. And although the family member has passed, therefore it can't really think about anything anymore. Let's. How do we respect? How do we yeah. respect the memory of this person? Did, did they say what? Um, which like family member? Was like an uncle or uh, a grandpa? Nah, or relative. Let's assume it's like a grandfather. Uh, yeah. So here's the problem: is that if. You can't sell it because, like I said, nobody pays for porn anymore. So you can't sell it. You can throw it away. If you keep it. Kyle, I'm sorry to interrupt because that's. No, that's, you're not. You're wrong. The, I'm sure. I'm sure there are plenty of pornography memorabilia experts yeah. who collect uh, old pornos. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, my gosh, you have you have good Bush volume three. Oh my gosh! I've been looking for this. I've been for looking ages. for that for years. I don't know what's what's going to happen to Barb. Is she gonna? Is it gonna go inside of her face or her butt? Is that is that your porn? Is that your porn star name? <laughs> is Barb? Uh, that's that's the that was the title. It was like Barb the Barb with boobs was her uh, porn name. The the Barb the Barb's boobs. Um, which is she went on to have a glowing career. So okay, well to be well, fair, on, he probably me... would know what would happen, right? It's kind of like old comic books. You know it's going to happen because other people have seen those those videos. Right, and you've already seen like the movie adaptations in theaters and the cinematic universe that they pull together from all the porns. It's interesting how studio heads are totally chill with that kind of thing. It's real fun. Um, I'm just trying to think of a good team-up name for porn and... Um, the, um, uh, yeah, no, there's nothing. Team up? I think we could. What? You know, like you got the Avengers, you got the Justice League, um, Boner Patrol, I think is the only one I can come up with. So, you know, you have all the different porn stars in their own films and then they have to come together oh, like for the team up. up. Yeah. Yeah. For the team up, for the Avengers, for the Justice League. And that movie is called Boner Patrol. That's what I've decided. All right. That's good, um, but we're not helping this young person, or I don't know how old this person is. We don't know. Hopefully, they're of age to know what pornography is. And this brings me to my point earlier. Anytime you look at it, you're only going to be thinking, man, how many times did Grandpa jerk it to this I one? I don't huh? think this person is considering keeping it to themselves. I don't. That's the only option. Then just throw it away. Then no problem solved. Throw no, it away because many a people. What if you created not a garage sale, right? Because that doesn't give the info enough out there. Okay. Yeah. Not even you need internet. a you need a specific clientele we, to come to your garage sale. So there. Have you ever you've seen Parks and Rec? We do like the old old uh, video store. The blockbuster 
you can create your own blockbuster but of pornos that were uh, that your grandparent had the uh uh just a, a good porn library a porn brie porn brie yeah so the point is that this is super personal to you and to your grandfather if my grandfather had an item of choice that may or may not be uh you know problematic i don't i don't know what i do i don't i you know what i mean see, this i don't feel right selling other, it i think it's too personal i think you have to burn it in a fire it's too personal because it, what if you sell it and you're like man what if that was uncle tim's favorite jerk session was that movie you just sold man i think it all needs to be burned in offering to the porn gods we do need better porn. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the uh, so you were with your rel- you were with your relatives, and you you found all of them with them, or was it just you? Because if you learned and then you divulge that information to other members of the family, I think that's a little selfish. I think that that is kind of th- that's their secret secret porn stash, and you can't. You can't just give that up to just anybody. Yeah, it's like um, it's like if you somebody close to you dies and you don't clear their browser history. Right, it's that like, is this is a courtesy, fundamental human rights include the privacy of my browsing history. The browser history is the the updated porn library, isn't it? Because that's really what that what that's about. Because back in the day, they'd be like, hey, if I die, you know, back in the day, they'd be like, if I die, get rid of my porn. Right. But now it's just like, clear my browser history, please. Right. But it's not even that you're trying to get rid of like the porn in your browser history. You're just trying to get rid of your browsing history of that those few times whenever you typed into Google, like, are Nazis really that bad? And then you're like, forgot to clear that. Right. And so... Yeah, they're so much worse. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if if they if they were able to click on it and they read it, it would have been like the all it says is just a big, flat like black text. Yes, and that's the only thing on the website. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, although that that information might be available, you might be able to parse out more about your your grandparents or the people who passed away because then you learn what their inquiries were but you also learn what they learn right you learn their journey so is it better for you to think that they didn't do anything ever for any reason (laughs) yeah that they didn't all your relatives are ken dolls and barbie dolls with no genitalia they have never fornicated with penetration nah Nah. And and now that doesn't explain how you got to be here, but still, we'll deal with that. So, Connor, about but, about oh, three minutes. Oh, you got something else? Yeah. Well, so but I think the 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 quick and easy answer to this is clear it like you clear their browser history. Burn it in a fire. Burn it in a fire. Uh, Do you donate to burn? the homeless. Yeah, we don't talk about how the homeless are really craving good porn. Like they have no access to porn. They're going to public libraries. They're being Can't shunned. They're being shunned. They're not. Yeah, no, dude. Like, give them the magazines because either that, or if you're gonna give them the DVDs, at least give them a DVD player and a small little TV. Yeah, one and of those maybe little, a home. One of those like portables. Give them like a porn home. It's just a little porn a home. porn safe space, if you will. There you go. What do you got, Connor? About four minutes ago, you said Reddit, and that got me thinking. Huh, I have a question from Reddit. Uh, it comes from Reddit user Reddit Pog, who says, "How to act at parties?" 
I'm 15 right now, but I haven't been to a party of any sort since I was eight. So I don't know how to act wow. or what to do for someone else's or my own. Can't really ask anyone, so all help is appreciated. Connor, this is a youth. It's a youth. They're 15 right now. They haven't been to a party since they were eight. They're Amish, maybe. Don't know. Yeah, I don't but know what's going. What's up with that, huh? I know. No laser tag. Like, come on. We're all playing laser tag. Come to the laser tag. Whenever us. you, whenever you go into the pool at the Y, you're you're always at a birthday party. Yes, you may exactly. not have been invited, but you're a part of that. In some, you're respects. near. You're always. You if know anything, they say. you're more a part of that party because of all the all the uh, connected fluids. Exactly. You've been inside a birthday party. Ugh. Um, Ugh. Happy birthday, Cletus. Happy birthday, Cletus. No, okay, so obviously the first step, because I want to help this poor child. He came to the internet. They came to the internet to to get help, um, and I want to help them. First thing you do, loudly announce your name and title as soon as you walk into the door. That's step one to any good party. So you walk in. You go, Carter, wearer of glasses and co-host on mediocre podcast, The M Word. Yeah, loving it. I really That's do it. like those announcements. That's how you get into the partner. Connor, what's party tip number two? How do you act at parties? What should he do? What should they do? Uh, how do you act? Yeah, what should you... What's, what's Everything's a, good, a constant act. dance, right? Everywhere you there go, you you're go. just bouncing your head. You're bobbing, you're weaving around, okay? I don't care if it's yeah. silent. You just kind of got a constant beat just sitting there in the back of your neck. And they're like, yeah. what's going on? What's he feeling? Where is he there vibing at? And you walk over and you make these really good generalizations. You say, oh, hey, uh, fuck. Okay, if you don't know their name, you walk over and you say, hey, can well, I get no, you another Well, you, no, you should know their name because everyone loudly announced their name and title. Oh, very good. Can... See, yeah. that's why they have that shit, right? Exactly. It's because there's no none of that awkward, oh, I don't know. It's, oh, Some guy in the corner just screamed it. Yeah, it's very good. You don't have a he choice. Jumped, he, he jumped the fence. He didn't come through the normal way, and so he just kind of screamed. It really startled everyone. And then so you bob and you weave and you walk over. You know their name. Hey, uh, Gladys, I noticed that you wore your white dress today. Uh, how's that whatever professional thing that the guy announced g- is going? Yeah. Right? Insert pro- profession here. Good example. You learn about like it. it. Yeah. Yes. And from um, there, you exchange contacts. You get connected. You get relatable. You make hashtag relatable jokes. You're still you bobbing go. and weaving so they feel like dancing with you. What I like about what you're talking about is it leads perfectly into my third tip, which is no matter what people say, always say, I could see both sides. Because that's going to be important. No matter what the discussion is, I could see both sides. Yeah. But then you're going to, everyone's going to love you. Oh boy. You could say, I could see both sides. But one of them, one of the sides is like looking at dirt because their head is in the sand. Yeah. Eh, Yeah. I could see both sides. And then whenever they're like, um, I'm sorry, you love pedophiles? And you're like, no, I can see them. I can and they- see what it's like to like children. <laughs> well, maybe don't. Maybe don't say that. Although this person's a child, so they're 15. So legally a child. Yeah. You. Oh, Christ. Yeah, so they know what it's like. They know what it's like to be pursued. God, I fucking hope not. Connor, you got another problem? User Prince Fur X asks, 
I have literally never heard music inside of an elevator, yet I know what elevator music sounds like. Mm. How is this possible? Is it some kind of Mandela effect going on? Because every time I've used an elevator, there was no music playing. Have you ever heard elevator music, Kyle? Yeah, that's an excellent point. I've been to many, many a fancy hotel that got them good elevator music, but they're right. Elevator music is not a sound. It's a feeling. And I don't think that we talk enough about that. That's, oh, fuck. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit, Kyle. You exactly. walk in, and depending on the awkwardness of that elevator ride. Yes. You can feel that. Right? Are you just singing that Copacabana song? I don't know. Oh, no, that's Girl from Ipanema. I, wow. Look at this uh, encyclopedic knowledge coming from that brain. You know, but I do think we need to take elevator music to um, a new age, to a millennial age. And I think that we start by every elevator, once it reaches your floor, always um, says that good Drake's classic line started from the bottom, now we're here. And I think that's just good because it also, it informs you. You know, it lets you know, oh, hey, we did start from the bottom and now we're here. I... uh, (laughs) I don't want the... I just want to know what floor I'm at. Where am I? Where am I? Uh, You're on the fourth floor. Thank you. I don't want... You know what the worst, though, is? Is unwanted elevator music. Where somebody comes in blasting their beats. Oh, so, uh, alien, you, alien you, you just uh, put, elevator music. You just, you pop in, you push the button, someone comes in. And I want to scream. Yeah. Please leave. In fact, I'll leave. I've, I've, <laughs> I've left an elevator before because someone walked in. I've just been, nope. I don't even want to spend 30 seconds in this room. Is it because you know that if you do stay in the elevator, that will be the time that the elevator breaks down and you'll be stuck in that elevator with that person for three hours? Oh, my God. That's the that's one of my worst nightmares. Not just the fear of the wire breaking and me falling to my death or getting stuck with people that I don't know with gas. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of just like playing music with somebody. Yeah. Hearing, having to hear somebody's unwanted music. If there is one thing I learned from... just about the worst thing in the world. Well, if there's one thing I learned from um, The Office and Dwight Schrute is that when an elevator does break down, you do have to establish a P corner, like, just pretty quickly. So just, like, establish which <laughs> corner it. is the And you got to mark it, too. Yes. And if you want to put Mark in that corner, you can put Mark in that corner. Aww. Mark Mark's gross. Poor he, Mark. Well, he, was, he should take the stairs. He knows that. He likes it. Uh, speaking of Mark, Connor, Reddit user Limp Nugget asks, how do I become more likable and approachable? So I assume this is Mark. This is probably Mark and Limp Nugget is a throwaway account for Mark. I feel like since high school, it's been difficult to form connections and talk to people because I'm quiet and keep to myself. And when I do actually talk to someone, I feel like I don't have their full attention and can't keep their interest. I find it hard to keep engaging conversation and it bums me out. I end up feeling lonely and weird. How do I become more likable and approachable? Your tip number one. First, you're chill. You're what you're chill? Yeah. Hey, hey, you listen. You're chill. You're fine. Don't worry about it. You're a good, likable person just the way you are. Are you talking to this person? No, I'm talking to you, Kyle. Oh, okay. I love Because I was gonna say this person's not. The basically the way they're saying it, they're not. They keep to themselves. 
they and they they don't get the full attention of the other person. Do you give that other person some attention first? Do you walk up with a big old smile and say, "Hey, Kyle, how you doing, my friend? I hope that your day's going well." Hurry, yeah. tell me about what's going on in your life because I want to tell you about mine. And if you need to be honest like that, do it because then Kyle will be friends with you. That's true. That's really true. One thing that um, I think is really important and gives like it immediately gets people connected to you whenever you're having a conversation is imparting knowledge. You know, just giving them a good knowledge. Um, so you could just walk up and, and just be like, uh, don't even say hi. Don't introduce yourself. Just walk up and say, huh, about 25% of people in the U.S. with college degrees don't have a job and aren't even looking. And then like, boom, you already have a conversation starter. You can talk about the job market. You can talk about college education, student loan debt. Yeah, boom. but you got to get some testers in there first, right? You got it because otherwise, do you really want to talk to somebody who's got like some pretty strong opinions about college. You're right. Okay, so how about this one? This one's this is a better fact. So you got to you got to get your facts right. Um how about this fact? It's okay to pee in the ocean since 95% of urine is water and the nitrogen in your is used to feed ocean plants. All right, here's what we're going to do. Kyle, I want you to continue to try to give me conversation starters and I'll tell you whether or not they're good. Whether or not, just based on these facts? No, based on social science of mine, Connor Social Science Corner. Connor, Give me your conversation starters and I'll tell you whether or not they're controversial. Okay. Great white sharks can go for months without eating. My cousin's arm was bitten off by several. Life expectancy in ancient Rome was from 20 to 30 years. Ancient Rome? More like white male privilege. <laughs> All right. In 2006, a court in Massachusetts ruled that burritos are not a type of sandwich. I've been in a sandwich once, Kyle. <laughs> I just love that there's a law. There is a law. Massachusetts, you're doing it right. <laughs> wait, wait. What? Like, there's a court ruling. <laughs> Massachusetts ruled that burritos are not a type of sandwich. Like, there's... There is a, a ruling in Massachusetts. The only things that can get passed in our government. Am I right? <laughs> They've established precedent. Um, did you know that bald eagles can swim and that when they swim, they have a butterfly-like stroke? Michael Phelps over there. Listen, all of these are way too controversial. You really got to stick to universally appreciated things. Okay. How about, I think... Um, the University of Glasgow in Scotland offers a Homer Simpson philosophy course. No one can get mad at that. That's yeah, just fun. dude. Homer Simpson is nothing but controversial. He's bald. <laughs> he has a beard. He doesn't shave. Yeah, he does shave. I don't know. I haven't seen The Simpsons. I haven't seen a Simpsons in so long. Are you ready? Yes. User not Harry Styles at all asks. Mainly asking teachers, but why do you ask, am I boring you, and get upset if a kid replies you are? I haven't been in school in a while, so IDK if teachers still do this, but I always had teachers stop in class to yell at me, asking if they were boring me. Me being me, I would say, yes, I didn't like learning about science, and that's where I had the biggest issue with this. I would get asked to go outside in the hall after, or they would just yell at me. All kids are different. We aren't... look. 
We aren't going to like learning about your subject. It has nothing to do with you. So why make it such a big deal if the kid's passing the class? Why does this matter? Am I boring you? If anybody says that, it's it's just because they didn't have the balls to say, hey, look up here, chuckle fuck. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. That's all it is. Teachers I- really do need to have more power, right? They do. They do need to have more cursing power because the kids can curse all they want. And then yeah. if, the, if the teacher curses, then they get fired. But right. golly gee, if my teacher ever said, shut the fuck up, my yeah. mouth is zipped. Yes. Unless it's I was with, with dorky dorks. And then they'd be like, oh, but if it wasn't that big of a deal, if everybody, if every teacher s- said like, fuck you sometimes. Yeah. You're quiet. You know, whip them. And especially kindergarten che- teachers, you know, they got to whip them little shits in the shape. Hey, Tyler. Quit using your crayons, you cunt. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Tyler, quit shitting your own pants for a second. For a and second? Can you quit go. shitting in your pants for a second? You idiot. Ugh. Uh, yes. Yes. Of course you're boring me. I had to be up at six in the morning. My body can't grow anything. It's trying to digest the preservatives in the chicken nuggets I had last night. There's no fucking way I'm listening to you talk about science. Get the periodic tables out of my face. Yeah. Why don't you periodic the shit over there and take a seat and leave me alone because I have a migraine. Hi, I'm Mr. Turner. Hi, I'm Mr. Turner. I'm very sleepy. I'm so sleepy. I um, also think that um, this is all on the teachers. If if a student is saying that you're boring teacher, it's because you're boring. It's You got to elevate the subject. And there's only one way to do that. It's flossing and a lot of Fortnite references. That's it. That's how you get the youths. Floss, 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 Kyle, do you have another Reddit question? Yeah, I liked how you really explored the lower part of your range right there. I, I think that's something we've done. Club with all oh, no, I think we were done. We got oh, no, I think, that, I think that was the end. We drank a damn all night. Kyle, go. Oh, okay. You ready? <laughs> user Sammy G123 asks, what can I do in a conversation when it's kind of going nowhere? What do I do in a conversation when it's kind of going nowhere? I'm asking because what I have these, social like, anxiety. Social questions, friend. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's the internet. You know, whatever. Uh, social anxiety. I can text people and Snapchat them fine, but I am horrible in person. Uh, how does how does uh, the digital conversations translate to real life interactions? I'm just horrible socially. How do you push through a conversation when it's kind of going nowhere? Uh. Sometimes it's really okay uh, to say I have to. So normally, what I'll do is I'll pretend to have something else to do. Oh, so you abandon, abandon, uh, oh, run, run, okay. run. So if the conversation is going nowhere and it's very clear that the person is like not really into what's happening, you can yeah. be like, "Oh, listen, I left my refrigerator running." Unless you still have to be at the, the the event, and then you could say something like, oh, shit, I left my silverware in a perpendicular manner. You're not supposed to do that at these functions, and then you run. Yeah. I and do then like, they wonder, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, and then they're like, man, that person. That person was... must be really, like, into, into like, de- what's it called when you care a lot about, like, silverware placement? Etiquette? This guy's really into etiquette. 
an etiquinista, as they say. Um, or, gosh, I hate to bring back this tactic, a, a random fact. you got to have all these random facts in your back pocket, such as 7% of American adults believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. And that's just kind of a fun, um, a fun discussion on the failure of the education system. Yeah, or the fact that they asked that question to only five-year-olds. I don't know. I trust the internet. Oh, my God. The inventor of the Frisbee was cremated and made into a Frisbee after he died. Kyle, let's stop. I have. Oh, my God. This is vital information. Kyle, yes. I want to see more polls of what young people think the world is like. Holy shit. Mean? You go. I want a poll of five year olds and ask them, why is the sky blue? And, and then I can say 10% of Americans, 10% of f- five-year-olds in America believe the sky is blue because God's crying. Yeah, okay. And 20% wanna... of five-year-olds believe the sky is blue because they put on their blue sunglasses. I do hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure Steve Harvey had a show called Shit Kids Say or something. No, that um, shit kids say. <laughs> I want statistical analysis, Kyle. I am sophisticated. Okay. I don't think a child is going to say the same thing. I, each child's going to say something different. You know, one's going to be like, uh, that's God, because God has five blue eyes. An- Kyle, do you know how polling works? You give them five answers. They don't have a choice. So you just tell them to pick one? Yeah. Have you ever talked to a five-year-old? They are little monsters. They will not abide by your rules. All right. They're just confused about what's going on, okay? And they, five, they're they yeah. fighting so many instincts. Can you, do you remember being five? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely all you did not. it was like half of my brain was on eating cheetos and half of it was on sleeping but trying not to sleep yeah like just trying to stay awake so i can eat more cheetos one of my one of my nephews <laughs> i was helping my brother and sister-in-law move they were moving a house and one of my nephews is five and um he couldn't find his ipad and so he started crying and then he just walked directly into the pantry to get a fruit by the foot as he was crying. And I was just like, are you just eating your feelings there? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, that's a, that's a bad habit. You should not start doing that. It's, it's That'll take you to a dark, deep and, place that's really going to affect your adulthood. And then what'd you do? Do you take him away or did you let him eat his feelings? I, no, I started crying and I ate a fruit by the foot. Oh, no. <laughs> Kyle Turner. That's spooky. User Burn It Now asks, is it wrong to call both of my boys the same nickname? My wife had a 2.5-year-old when we met. Why 2.5? We'll never know. That's He's a my real son, weird though, way to say age. <laughs> He's my son, though, and I, his father. I call him Bud slash Buddy as a pet name or a nickname. Why does it sound like it was written by somebody who is definitely not a father? Yeah, this is a this is an imposter. My wife had a 2.5-year-old when we met. He's my son, though, and I, his father. I call him Bud... Okay. Well, Tuesday, I had a baby of my own. He's perfect. But last night, he was crying, and I said, Oh, what's wrong, Bud? And now, my now six-year-old says, Me? My wife got upset and said I would have to call my baby by something else. That Bud slash Buddy is special for him. I completely understand her sentiment, but was curious if that's actually a thing. If so, any ideas of what kind of what I could call this new little nugget as a pet name? Thanks, all. Hey, you got it. You nailed it in one. Nugget. That's a good one. Nugget oh, is wrong, a nugget? solid name, but I would want to do the uh, McDonald's branding so I can get that sweet residuals. Right. Hey, what's up, McNugs? What's up, four count McNugget? A four count? 
Yeah, you got you got to say an actual meal. What's up, four count McNugget kids meal? There with, you go. With, with a medium fries and a large sweet tea. Damn, kid, that's a, a weird kids meal I've ever heard. You got to hold on to that sweet. I, when I was a kid, I knew I wanted large. A large. Sweet I knew tea. I wanted to live large. Large fry, large sweet tea, four count McNugget because six was too much. Says mom. Yeah, I think that honestly, Bud is not a um, unique nickname. I call all my nephews Bud. And so I think this is a learning opportunity. Whenever, you know, your stepson uh, says, uh, oh, you talking to me? You have to say, no, you're not special. And that's a, it's a good learning opportunity for that child, for that almost three-year-old. Um, because, you know, that's something that we, the millennial generation, were told as children that we were special. Um, and then we learned that it we ruined weren't. us. Exactly. And so I think this is something we really need to uh, power through and make sure all the children know you're not special and the economy is going to tank. I really do want part of our show to be about participation trophies and how we accept that and that to be a part of our lives. So the kid feeling special is okay by me. Keep him, let him have the bud slash buddy. Give that other baby a new name. Because I, I, you wouldn't want to call him Nug. You're going to call a 17-year-old Hey Nugget? What? No way. You want to come with a nickname that can be lifelong, okay? So any Lils, any Tinies, you you got a Nix. Or if it's going to be Tiny, it's got to be Tiny something that you can hold on to whenever they're adults. Hey, Little How Bighorn. And whenever they, little, get a, whenever, <laughs> little they grow bighorn. Up, can, whenever they grow up, you can call him Bighorn. That's good because then it also teaches them history. They're going to pay attention to the class. About My dad the... calls me that. Yeah. Um, like, how oh, about this was genocide? <laughs> he goes, oh. Yeah, it's not. It's not a great look to be remembered for. Um, how about something like Old Glory? Because then it's kind of patriotic. You're like, what are you doing there, Old Glory? That just sounds that... like a proud young black woman's name. Uh, well, I didn't get that at all, but I, I, glory, okay. glory, no. yeah. Um, that's bad. I'm, I'm fine with all sorts of nick- nickname, the nickety names. Um, I think that you should probably start with Nugget, and then as they grow, you adjust the size to the item. So then you'd be like, "What else? What's up, watermelon?" Um, and then it just kind of keeps. Hey, what's up, uh, small bike? Uh, and then you just keep going. To a, a coffin. What's up, coffin? Jesus Christ. Perfect. A coffin, a coffin is the perfect item to fit a, a human adult. Well, Kyle, I hate to shut it down, but my laptop's going to die and my charger can't reach the room that I'm currently in. So I don't <laughs> well, have a choice, but my computer's going to die. Is, and this is important for you to understand, um, listener. We didn't have a choice. The show is ending now. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we want to thank Grant O'Brien for the intro and outro music and Cynthia Martinez for the cover art. Send us your questions on mwordpod.com slash submit and we'll definitely answer those as soon as we possibly can. We're just filled to the brim. Also, if you actually see good Reddit questions too, you can also email those to us at ck at mwordpod or tweet them at us because we enjoy going through Reddit and finding questions. And if you do that, you should send them to us because, uh, God, Reddit's a very good place. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say, hey, did you know that movie trailers were originally shown after the movie, which is why they were called trailers? I actually did know that. There we go. 
And now we're having a conversation. Look, social anxiety, it's cured. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.